0: The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 18th chapter. Jesus told them a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not lose heart. He said, in a certain city there was a judge who neither feared God nor respected man. And there was a widow in that city who kept coming to him and saying, give me justice against my adversary For a while he refused, but afterward he said to himself, though I neither fear God nor respect man, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will give her justice so that she will not beat me down by her continual coming. And the Lord said, hear what the unrighteous judge says, and will not God give justice to his elect who cry to him day and night. Will he delay long over them? I tell you, he will give justice to them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.
1: After Hurricane Ida, there were calls for prayer. Just recently, after the shooting in Raleigh, there were calls for prayer. After a cancer diagnosis, there is a call for prayer. And after a lost job, there is always a call for prayer. Often when we are at loss, do we make prayer a priority? Unfortunately, this makes prayer a last resort. Too often, we live life on our own power. Without seeking God's strength and power, we will try to make wrongs right. And when that doesn't work, then we reach out to God. But by doing this, this makes God a distant force someone who doesn't involve himself in the life of humanity until we want him to. This also presumes we normally have what it takes to make it through our days on Earth. We don't always need God, just when we are weary, just when we lose heart. But this sort of relationship isn't based on love, it's based on use, and turns prayer into a mechanism where we have our wishes granted. Prayer is not a shot of caffeine when we are exhausted from life. Prayer is not a means to get someone to give us what we want. But prayer is the means By which we do not grow weary. And Jesus' parable teaches precisely that. The widow in the parable today and her constant call for vindication is not an add-on for her. It actually is a way of life. Already she is emboldened before she suffers injustice. Now we don't really know why she needs justice, but what we do know is that her husband has died and she has no children. If she had children, she would be with them rather than seeking vindication from a judge. You see, in ancient Israel, we know widows hold a special place in the community. We know this from Bible passages in Exodus, Deuteronomy, Isaiah. But apparently this is not happening in this city. She wasn't calling out to the judge because she had nothing to lose. Rather, she's simply holding the judge accountable to God's word a word that was richly in her. Her call for justice was the means for her to knock grow weary because she was simply reciting God's word to the judge. She drew strength from God's word through prayer. And it manifested itself in insisting the judge do what he was meant to do, Care for the widow. Now it's hard to see, but the widow is actually describing Jesus. Jesus is describing himself in this parable. Jesus does not grow weary because of his life of prayer. And if we were to take a stroll through the whole Gospel of Luke, we would see that Jesus is always praying. He's praying when he's baptized. He routinely prays out in the wilderness. He prays before he calls the apostles. He prays before he asks the apostles who they think he is. And he even is praying while he teaches the apostles how to pray. He never stops praying. Even his last words were a prayer. Father into your hands I commit my spirit." Now, a a particular example of Jesus not growing weary through prayer is when he prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus knew that he was about to be wrongly accused, arrested, judged, tortured, and crucified. And he prayed, not my will, but yours be done. And in Luke, it says, the angels came and strengthened him. In prayer, he did not lose heart. He did not grow weary, but was ready for what was to come. Now, On a certain level, Jesus' constant prayers appears to have not vindicated him. He still suffered. He still died an excruciating death. For many of us, it's hard to pray when we are discouraged by the lack of vindication. We cry out to God for help could be because of depression, disease, or death. And when we are not vindicated, it appears he's up to something else. So we actually lose heart through prayer when our prayers seemingly are unanswered. However, we look to Jesus. Jesus is vindicated by an empty tomb through the suffering of the crucifixion. He's not vindicated by keeping him from the suffering of the cross. All the wrongs Jesus experienced were made right when his heavenly Father raised him from the dead. And since death has no power over Jesus, he has the authority to give his spirit to those he loves, so that we do not lose hope in the resurrection. Jesus gives his Holy Spirit through the word in prayer. And Jesus makes this promise. In Luke chapter 22, Jesus prayed for Peter's faith to be restored after he denied Jesus three times. This promise of restoration through prayer is for us, too. Jesus prays for our faith to be strengthened and restored in prayer. In prayer, Jesus gives us the Holy Spirit. He gives us faith. This is the very strength we need to not only to continue to pray always, but to live hopefully through the seemingly delay in justice. Now, in the parable, the judge is precisely not God. He is the antithesis of our Heavenly Father. We call out to someone who loves and cares for everyone, who seeks and finds those who are lost. In prayer, Jesus speaks to us and reminds us that his vindication is our vindication. And like Jesus, we suffer. But through prayer, he gives us the hope of the resurrection. This hope empowers us to live life. Live life according to his loving, gracious word. A life where wrongs are righted, where sins are forgiven, and love is shared. In the holy name of Jesus, Amen. Amen.